dispensing cannabis business knowledge beyond a million square feet of cultivation space. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Blunt Business, harvested by Strainwise Consulting. Together, we will navigate the challenges and opportunities of one of the most profitable industries on earth. Join us each episode to hear our weekly roundtables and interviews with industry professionals. Now, let's delve into some blunt business with your host. And welcome one and all for another edition of Blunt Business here on CannabisRadio.com with CBD widely popular and many consumer products due to the passing of the Farm Bill in 2018, feels like it was forever, that legalized industrial hemp, the industry still faces legal challenges and gray areas. And as we know, the FDA is continuously thoroughly reviewing the CBD in an effort to release regulations and guidelines soon once there is better understanding. That's almost like a, <laughs> it feels like a, almost like an oxymoron. I'm sorry, because I, I feel like the FDA... They are shuffling their feet on this. They've asked for a lot of response from the public. Understood. But at this point, you know, we're going into a, a second year of waiting as as the bill's been passed. We've had hearings. Remember, the pandemic has a little bit of a reason for that. I would I can validate that for sure. I'll, I'll accept that as a reason. But again, we're waiting for this. And here to talk to us about it is the chief operating officer for Canna Pharma, Frank Brown. Frank, thanks for joining us. Uh, thank you very much for the invite. I really appreciate it. Uh, my pleasure. Let's get into Canna Pharma itself. It's a burgeoning company, as being reported, effectively rearranged the vector of pop culture in only a few months. The executives at the New York-based firm uh, is uh, listed on the Canadian Securities Exchange, CNFA, for those of you stock players out there, you swing traders, you, decide to court one of the entertainment industry's biggest power brokers. Now, recently you, you successfully recruited Gibson Cagney, an award-winning music producer and the strategist behind some of the most successful consumer brands of the last decade. Canapharma effectively acquired an all-access pass to modern pop, pop, modern popular culture. And through Mr. Cagney's collections, or Kanye, I would imagine as a pronunciation, connections and proactive involvement as a shareholder, the company's been able to secure marquee product development partnerships, such as a deal with social media superstar Food Good, which was unveiled recently. So talk about this announcement and the importance of this uh, this relationship here. Well, Food God, actually, um, <clears throat> gentlemen, has certainly created you know quite a, uh, an impression uh, certainly from a social media perspective over the last few years, uh, creating a tremendous amount of followers and, and a ton of exposure um, for himself with the demographic that we're specifically uh, servicing right now. Um, <clears throat> we thought it was just a tremendous partnership as his notoriety continues to grow. Uh, we thought it would be a great addition to, to our mix, and we're thrilled to start to develop some products under his name, um, you know, complicit with our name. Um, he's just an outstanding individual, tremendous character, uh, sort of larger than life character and really cares about the quality and the substance, the science behind the products that, that we're going to be developing together. So we're thrilled to have him on board. So going through back in, uh, just for everybody know, you might remember the, the the word convict music back uh, in the mid two thousands, and the rapper Akon that had a number of number one singles and highly selling albums. He is the producer behind that uh, particular artist and others, to name just a just the name initially best known for. 
Uh, now, within the hemp and hemp oil industry, which is projected to break resistance and reach a multi-billion-dollar capitalization in the coming years, countless players have attempted to consolidate their position as market makers and industry leaders, but most of them have failed miserably. However, a handful of resourceful and quality-obsessed enterprises have captured tremendous success, along with an uncontestable, uncontestable top mind of leadership in the midst of previously unimaginable worthwhile, worldwide, worldwide excuse me, volatility. Now, why do I say all that? It's because the Singapore edition of the International Business Times made the point that Canapharma hemp products has cemented commanding position within the global market for that very reason. So when you look at that, the market potential, and how Canapharma looks to play a role in the hemp, and, hemp oil industry, uh, talk to me about where you see things right now in terms of a position and direction future growth. Sure. A great question, by the way, and, and certainly a mouthful there. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know there, what I'm going to say. Yeah. I mean, listen, there, there's there's no one that can deny the demand for hemp-based products is just growing at an, an unbelievable level. And and what we try and do at Canna Pharma is not, you know, swim upstream. We're not trying to fight against that. What we would like to do is take this tremendous demand, this pipeline of demand, and just turn it in our direction a bit by providing unique opportunities to the consumer, um, whether it be in formulation, whether it be in, whether it be in delivery method. Um, for example, we launched a hemp-infused chewing gum, in essence, a, a functional confectionery product that allowed the actives within the product to be delivered through the buccal cavities of the mouth, which allows simply for a greater absorption rate. Uh, that sort of science and that sort of technology is what Canapharma kind of, um, you know, leans on and, and tips its hat for. That's our objective is to take this pipeline of demand and, and let the consumer know that if you're looking for a unique approach, a unique formulation or delivery method, as I said earlier, um, you know, where the company and where the product lines you should be looking at. Now, we were talking about Gibson just before. And you mentioned Food God. I want to go ahead and follow up with him as well. Uh, for those that might not know, Jonathan Chibon or Food God is known uh, within the Kardashian circles. <laughs> Just why there's such a popular following with him as a social media influencer. Um, so Certainly I wasn't hurt his popularity. <laughs> exactly. So right now, the new partnership he joined, you mentioned is now a new line of Food God branded hemp oil infused snacks and desserts. Take me inside what kind of snacks and desserts we're looking at. Sure. Um, you know, we're, we're looking for a very long-standing relationship with Jonathan and, and he has just a tremendous amount of ideas that um, have already gotten our formulators and our biochemists really uh, chomping at the bit and working. Uh, we, we will initiate with Food God by extending our functional confectionery line. That'll be the first step. Um, the second step will get specifically into the sort of desserts that, that he really has a passion for bringing to the marketplace. But he is absolutely thrilled to, um, to be involved in extending what we've already started in our first chewing gum line. Um, he loves the idea of a chewing gum. It's a very social product to be using. It's a product that everybody likes to use certainly after they, they eat dinner. And that's his specialty is on the food side. Yeah. But um, yeah. we're looking at extending the functionality. 
So where our gum right now certainly plays a large role from a, uh, from a typical hemp benefit standpoint, we are now breaking down our phytocannabinoids within the hemp plant for specific purposes. And his brand will be a big part of that extension. Now, I wanted to ask before we go to break about the marketing aspect, because obviously we, we I have talked to a few different uh, companies that have offered celebrity endorsements. They have ambassadors that are on board to help promote the product. In this sense, you are you have someone like Food God because he actually legally just changed his name to Food God. <laughs> Amazing. Yep. But the thing is, is that he's been featured on Kim, uh, Kim with the Kardashians, which is probably the highest echelon of marketing when you talk about Kylie Jenner and Kim Kardashian alone. Yep. That getting that close to the ultimate influencer. Talk to me about the instant, uh, really the instant exposure it brought. I mean, obviously I saw that he has a three and a half million Instagram followers. Obviously there is something there. And what was the immediate impact once the announcements were being made just for the rollout this, just in the last week or so of a planned new food line under the Food God name. Talk to me about what happened instantly. What doors were opened? Well, it's it really it's it's been amazing. Um, our forte, Counterpharma, our strength is the marketing machine that we've developed actually uh, over the course of twenty years of experience. Um, you know, we're we're experts in bringing products to market in a direct to consumer fashion, which in this COVID based environment is so key to any company's success. But we were blown away by the fact that our sales, the sales that we're used to seeing from the result of the various different advertisements that we have out there digitally, social media, display, uh, radio, TV, our, our sales jumped up immediately within the first week um, of signing Food God on with the company. Um, it was actually a lot greater than what we even anticipated and just uh, demonstrated to us that despite our um, marketing prowess, we still had a lot to learn of what the right personality brings to the table. And he's certainly done an outstanding job for us already. Well, the thing is, it was the right sector. I mean, he it, he fits. It, it's, a, it's a proper fit to the role. Now, I do see where there are some people that are being brought on board and there is a bit of a question as to feeling, okay, if this is working well, because I think for some people, you might see people that are in the space that might just be, uh, they might be in the cannabis space just where they have, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm more, like more or less an enthusiast. So mm -hmm. it's not a major focal point. Um, again, the importance of when you see some ambassadors that come aboard, I don't want to make mention names, but seeing certain ambassadors that come on board that really don't have a true attachment. You see athletes or celebrities that brought on board, but then here food God is a direct correlation. When you look at uh, how other companies might be bringing on and the importance of having a real correlation, a real attachment that makes common sense. Talk about how important that is in the, in the process, as opposed to just bringing on somebody that just has clout and can bring people to, to your product. Yeah, it's it's a great point. You know, I think any any company is going to succeed based on the traffic or the eyeballs that it's able to gain, and certainly uh, the proper marketing uh, is key to making that happen. But when you have a um, a, a personality, um, you know, sort of a, a a social mogul, if you will, someone that uh, just by his very presence 
you know, brings attention of the specific demographic that you're targeting, it just makes the marketing efforts that much more successful. And as you said before, there's a direct tie. Um, you know, we, we are not a cannabis company. This is, this is a hemp infusion company. It's about bringing products to the market that make people feel better, um, just feel better about life. And, and anyone that has had any exposure to Jonathan and Food God, you'll see immediately how he connects with that mindset immediately. Um, lives a real clean life, by the way, uh, all about quality, all about health, and really just brings instant credibility to to our already existing. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine that you know, although his vice is food, I don't think he has anything else that would probably preclude him to not keep himself uh, clear minded. I would imagine. So I'm here with Frank Brown, the chief operating officer for Canna Pharma, and by the way, a C A N A F A R M A. No, not not a double N, just a single N. Wanted to make sure because I kept looking through. I was like, oh, no, no, that's the one. Okay, here we go. So Frank will be joining me with more questions. As we go into the actual issue of the of the Farm Bill implementation, more questions about that. An amazing study that I have referenced. If you've listened to a couple of the episodes in the last few weeks of Blunt Business, you'll know I brought up a story from the FDA, a report of the CBD Marketplace. I'm going to now ask about that with Frank after a short break. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Fetch your earbuds and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Hi, it's Angela Ardolino with It's a Dog's Life, and I have Hernanda Umana joining me. We're just both so fascinated with how much we've learned since we've been in this pet industry and creating an all-natural product. Because it's a dog's life. I am a huge fan of my guest today, Dr. Bob Goldstein. I have, in my experience, not seen many natural substances produce the results that CBD is producing in the animals that we are testing on. It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. (laughs) They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart Pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, Smart Pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart Pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million Smart Pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. I hope you didn't forget about us because we're back 
with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back. I'm here with Frank Brown, Chief Operating Officer, CEO of Canna Pharma here on Blunt Business. So a question I've asked with several guests I want to get your take on as we wait for a full rollout, an eventual implementation of the Farm Bill of 2018. So I've asked about compliance with recent guests. I want to ask you about an FDA report on the CBD marketplace title sampling study of the current cannabidiol marketplace to determine the extent that products are mislabeled or adulterated. And this report revealed that many of the products tested contain THC that was not identified on the labels. Come on, you can do it from memory right now. Let's go along. In addition, a majority of the products did not meet label claim for CBD content with either too little or too much CBD. It details poor quality control and undisclosed THC in many products, CBD products. So again, in this study, Frank, it was 147 products he tested for 11 different cannabinoids, including CBD and THC levels. 102 of the products contained indicated a specific amount of CBD, and the FDA found 18 products contained less than 80% of CBD. 46 products contained within 20% of the amount of CBD indicated. 38 products contained more than 120% of the amount of CBD. And out of 147 products, the FDA found nearly half contained levels of THC above the limit of quantitation, 3.1 3.1 milligrams per serving. So when it comes to legalities and challenges of the hemp industry, where do you see progress when it feels like the FDA is being more constructive than being critical than being constructive? You know, the concern for this, obviously I wouldn't imagine that Canada Pharma has this issue, but these are the people that are in the same business sector and, and or competitors for that matter, we, without picking anyone out. What do you say about that? You know, it's, a, it's an interesting question our perspective is we actually invite that sort of scrutiny. You know, the, a, a, a report like this is something that actually makes us feel better. Mm-hmm. You know, for, with the advent of the Farm Bill, um, you just saw a gluttony of uh, marketers and advertisers and manufacturers that jumped into the perceived CBD market. Uh, many of them unscrupulous and using manufacturing methodologies that certainly we're not uh, in compliance. We spend a lot of money and a lot of time with our biochemists and our CGMP manufacturers, FDA audited facilities to ensure that we are flying within the farm bill. So we consider ourselves to be one of the good guys and we certainly invite the scrutiny. Um, This is a new market and whenever there's a new market, there are going to be players that are gonna try and take advantage of the demand and not necessarily follow compliance. Um, there has to be a shakeout, and that's happening right now. And you know, we're we're okay with it because we're we're spending the money to make sure we're doing it right. Yeah, it's just a fascinating point where, and I have talked about this on on, on previous episodes, that all these companies, you know, I mean, this is not allowed for prescription prescription drugs. The milligrams of whatever kind of uh, ingredients that might be in a product. And for this to be so all over the place is mesmerizing. It concerns me. But again, like you said, you know, when you're doing it, you're on the right path. You were straight and narrow. Then you're just saying, okay. But um, my thing is, you know, you feel good because, you know, your due diligence has been done. But it concerns me about the rest of the companies on the outside looking in. 
It really does look at that. And where the FDA can go and say, well, you know, what other regulations need to happen? What else do we need to add to the implementation of the hemp bill? It might have been passed, but are there amendments that need to come on? But again, I would like to see an implementation where there's at least some initial framework that can be amended upon, say, year after year or every quarter, whatever. Well, just let's just get this started so people can have some kind of direction, allow research to be done so we can have the plant being harvested and procured so we can actually get research done so we can prove the point, the argument that legalization should be made possible. But that's just where I'm coming from there. We're, we're, in, we're in full agreement with you. And, and it does it does hurt the progress when uh, when you do find that reports like this come out and there are companies that that are showing higher levels in CBD than what's permitted or or certainly what's even worse is the higher levels of THC. So, uh, so yeah, we're, we're anxious to see uh, federal regulators come back with a specific pathway and, and and let's stop playing games. Give us the rules of engagement and allow us to play within them. Yep. Marijuana Mo recently reported this, that the USDA uh, said that it will not be amending proposed rules for hemp to increase the allowable THC limit, arguing that only Congress can change that specific policy. The department is open to tweaking other aspects of hemp rules that stakeholders have complained about. However, an officials announced they will be opening a second public comment period during the 2020 harvest season or following the 2020 harvest season to solicit more input on the current interim final rule before issuing final regulations, whenever that will be. Lawmakers and industry stakeholders have made numerous appeals to the department to change its regulations on how much TSC is allowed to be present in the crop. As it stands, hemp is designed, defined as having no more than 0.3% THC with a negligence threshold of 0.5%. Farmers whose plants test positive for anything above that three times in the 10-year window will be prohibited from cultivating it. Wow. USD officials acknowledge on a call with reporters that they may have asked the department to increase the limit, but they said it's because it's written to the Farm Bill. It's a statutory rather than regulatory issue that Congress can only resolve. You know, when you look at that, I mean, would you like the idea of being able to have a little more wiggle room when it comes to having more THC content in the products that you have? Two sides to the fence on that. Okay. You, you know, if, if you allow it, you know, you're still going to have right now we have a plethora of companies that are pushing the limits right now. Right. Uh, farmers that are creating hybrid plants uh, that are designed to try and um, sort of trick the uh, the testers and the regulators. Uh, our, our perspective is let's take a staged approach. Let's first let's first make sure that we can define the concentration of CBD, keeping the limits of THC exactly where they are. <laughs> right. Let's get everybody in compliance. Let's all follow the rules the right way. And then lobby, if it's necessary, to raise that THC limit. Uh, there, there's gonna be a problem when you start to examine the conflict between nutritional supplements and pharmaceutical products in terms of the use of THC. So from our perspective, we're okay with the limit as it stands right now. Um, let's, let's see all the advertisers, marketers, and manufacturers that are on the nutritional supplement or the food side, uh, get in line and then let's take it to the next level. And this is where I come from. I agree with you on this because of the fact that if you did it, it first of all, I feel like it might be an overreach for asking for more than a limit because all you're doing is stalling the process of getting this implemented right away. Cause this is another thing that has to be considered right now 
another public comment period, and people are going to just try to say because they want to have more THC level. I get the reason, but again, uh, if you want THC, then you're going to just find a cannabis-based product that has a THC level that fits what you're looking for. I mean, it should just be that. And then would there be any kind of intervention by medical authorities? You know, say if the uh, FDA decided, if they decide to go ahead and make it where on the medicinal side, you know, some of these products cannot be sold in a dispensary. They have to be sold within a medical clinic. That's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, another great point. I, I do feel that if we convolute the issues right now, we're going to delay um, the process on, on getting us to a proper CBD place. Um, but you're exactly right. I think that if you are interested in a THC-based product that's over the limit, yeah. then uh, yeah. then you should be using the proper venue for that. Um, let's let's try to maintain the dispensary level and not make it so that we have to go to a clinic. But um, if there's abuse, that's that's the direction it'll go. Rather just, I mean, if there's something that we want to, I, I think it's just at this point, so early in a, such an early stage, to start asking for an increase on the limit is premature. You come back to the negotiating table after we have implementation, after a framework has come into place. And if you come back to that where you feel like, well, 0.3 might not be enough. We like they're going to try to be able to make an increase. Then ask for it then. I mean, I just think you, you take what you can right now. Let's get something put in place. And if that's something we want to be argued, but not now. I think asking for it at this moment is early. I just we want to what, let's let's do what we can to get the implementation set up so we don't have to wait and, and further straddle along the process and let it lag on. That's procrastinating. And we don't want the government to procrastinate. We don't want to give them a reason to procrastinate either. So anyway, that, that sort of negotiation is is got to be weighed against the um, the time frame that most of us on the on the marketing, advertising, manufacturing side uh, are looking to shorten to bring product, products to market. If we're going to convolute the issues, we're going to delay the process even further. As you just said, let's let's take care of A before we get into B and C. And that that's that's the way we're looking at it. There we go. And so with that, uh, we're going to move along into our last segment here with Frank Brown, the C- Chief Operating Officer for Canna Farm. And by the way, a couple of websites I want to just point you out to as we get into this right now. First is, again, CannaPharmaCorp.com, the C-A-N-A-F-A-R-M-A Corp.com. Again, if you're looking for them on the Canadian Securities Exchange, it's C-N-F-A, ticker symbol. And also, we're going to talk about the lines of gums and creams under the brand name Euphoric, Y-O-O-F-O-R-I-C. And just at a .com, you go to the website, you can actually look at all those products. We'll talk about those after a short break. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Let me welcome Nick Hexum from 311. We've never heard things like your music when it first came out. It's like to mix the reggae with the punk and all of that together was just such an unusual sound and and we loved it. We realized we're not going to copy what's on the radio. At the time, it was all grunge that was on the radio. And I said, let's just stick to what we know and wait for a culture to come around to us. Hey, it's Nick Hexum from 311, and you're listening to Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina on CannabisRadio.com. Now 
let the marijuana llama tell you something now about a game for your phone gonna make you say wow the game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash grow the seeds sell the bud put the savings in the stash little by little your empire grows large put the big celebrities inside your entourage you can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill Willie Nelson Wiz Khalifa with a bong the name of the game is him pink that's the point download and play while you like yourself a joint the business of cannabis should be no crime hemp ink is even hot proved by the man who run high times oh yeah get it on android and i and ios today marijuana llama out got to tend to me on crops you know money don't make itself hemp ink trends and technology processes and products we cover these areas and more on the cutting edge of cannabis be informed from the latest initiators of new innovation. Learn about the latest breakthroughs and best practices in the cannabis and hemp industries. Better products, better infrastructure, and better sustainability. The Cutting Edge of Cannabis, consulted by the American Cannabis Company. I hope you didn't forget about us, because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. Back with final questions with Canna Pharma's Chief Operating Officer, Frank Barone, here on Blunt Business. So let's bring our listeners up to speed about your progress. Canna Pharma's signature line is a hemp oil-infused chewing gum called Euphoric. And your team is launching two new hemp oil-infused chewing gums. You're planning to, the expansion into brick-and-mortar retail sales, obviously, the new line with food gods in the works, and you're also producing a hemp oil tincture and working on a skin cream. So fill me in on all the things that are going on with Kenapharma in terms of the product line. Sure. Again, Kenapharma at the end of the day is a, um, is a company that brings hemp-infused products to the marketplace. We're always looking for, as I said earlier, uh, either uniqueness with respect to formulation or delivery method. Um, right now, our biochemists and our developers are finalizing our full-blown anti-aging line. It's an outstanding anti-aging line that has tremendous science behind it and really takes advantage of the benefits of hemp from a, uh, a topical application perspective. We have certainly enjoyed tremendous success with the euphoric chewing gum, uh, hemp-infused chewing gum, again, a uh, functional confectionery product that has just uh, received tremendous reception from our audience and, and we're excited to expand uh, on that success with Food God and introduce an entire line of uh, functional confectionery products with him as we continue to develop more and more um, dessert products down the line. Uh, in addition to that, our, uh, our pain creams, I think are second to none. Uh, we have our, the top biochemists, nutritionists and specialists that work on our formulations um, and focusing on phytocannabinoids, uh, not just CBD, and certainly uh, there, there are many phytocannabinoids within the hemp plant, but um, ingredients such as beta-caryophylline that have proven to show tremendous success from a topical, topical application uh, really differentiate our products for, than from what's out there in the market right now. And, and we're just absolutely thrilled to be in this marketplace. We're excited about uh, what seems to be a loosening of the re regulatory landscape, and, and just really looking forward to um, answering the demand of the consumer base out there for uh, an ingredient that really has um, significant benefits to it, and certainly um, the consumer is crying out for more. 
So I'm looking through the website for Euphoric, and I see a lot of her products. Obviously, interesting flavor selection from lemon, citrus, peppermint, passion fruit, chocolate, mint. When it comes to the oils, uh, looking right now, the chewing gums, a couple different sizes available. Um, now, what flavor is the chewing gum itself? It's a cool mint. Okay. Yeah, you and if you haven't tried it, we got to get you some samples. It is just an outstanding product. Uh, the flavoring is is tremendous. Uh, I have not heard one single person say anything other than it tastes better than the typical gums that they're used to trying just for casual purposes. And the effects are outstanding. Again, uh, when you have the actives being absorbed directly through the buccal cavities in the mouth. Um, you're just getting a better absorption rate, and it certainly uh, lends itself to the success that we've been having. That's interesting. Yeah, for me, I, I'm a big gum chewer. <laughs> I go through, <clears throat> I won't go through the brand, but I have bottles and bottles of 50-count uh, uh, gum pieces that I go through, and I'll throw and pop in two at a time, and I'm just like, honestly, it's all it's more of a kind of just help curb, uh, curb eating as much as I can, trying not to binge eat. So in these products, obviously, full-spectrum hemp oil, uh, super innovative patent and time release for formula, uh, less than 1.1% THC in euphoric, yep. and sugar-free, also yep. important. So I love that. Uh, now, in terms of Caniforma, uh, you know, as we wrap things up, really quickly, uh, tell people how they can learn more uh, overall. We've talked about the websites, uh, social links. Any new information you can tell us about what would sh what should our listeners do to go and continue to follow the story of Canna Pharma and working with Food God, working with Gibson and all the others? Yeah, I, I would say please take a look at our website, CannaPharmaCorp.com. Um, certainly Euphoric.com. You'll, you'll find all of the new innovative products that we're bringing to market under the Euphoric brand. Google Canna Pharma and Food God. Uh, every day we'll be talking more about the developments of the product lines we're bringing to market with him. And uh, just watch us in the Canadian Stock Exchange. We certainly uh, intend to be listed here in the United States as well. Um, we're listed in Germany on four exchanges, and, and we're just really enjoying this this entire ride. Fantastic. Again, the CSE ticker symbol CNFA. Those of you who want to go ahead and check out yourselves. And really appreciate you making time to go and join us. Frank Brown the Chief Operating Officer for Canna Pharma. Thanks for being with us here on Blunt Business. Uh, it was my pleasure. Enjoyed it. Yeah, my pleasure as well. And thanks for joining us, listeners, for just doing the program with us. Of course, through our wonderful home here at CannabisRadio.com. Remember to subscribe to the show where you can subscribe to it. We'll talk to you next time. Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.